Before I start with this episode, I just want to give a quick shout out to Podmetrics. Yup, Podmetrics is the platform I use to get all the data I need for the show. From who listens to me, all the way to where they come from, Podmetrics takes care of all of that so I can make better content for you. You can even integrate Podmetrics with Facebook and YouTube so you can get more data from your live streams. So if you're a podcaster or want to start your own podcast, go visit podmetrics.co and sign up for free. Use my code JakeOfAllTrades with Delro. With that out of the way, cue the intro music. What's going on, everybody? Kamusta kayo lahat mula sa Luzon, Visayas, Mindanao, or wherever the heck you are on the planet. This is your one and only Jake of All Trades, the place to be for any niche, every genre, and all generations. I am your master of ceremony, D to the E to the LRO, aka JDR, aka the Extraordinary Introvert. So guys, once again, we'll have to settle with these headset these headphones for a while i'm really sorry if in the previous episodes my audio hasn't been up to par but i guarantee you guys i will eventually invest and buy a condenser mic soon if anything that is going to be the first thing i will buy with my first salary so speaking of salaries oh you see what i got you guys see what i did there but yeah speaking of salaries that is exactly what we are going to be talking about today because as i've been mentioning in the previous episode uh, recent hire lang po ako, so uh, I'm just entering the world of employment, of work, and we are just going to discuss, you know, what it feels like to be working, what it feels like to go through that interview, uh, the things you need to prepare, and all that other good stuff. If you are a listener, either starting out work in the middle of your work or uh, unemployed back, and it's only fitting that I invited this guest, who is a recent hire as well. Uh, he will tell you guys more about himself later, but he's also from uh, the Ateneo as well. Just a bachelor, or, yeah, bachelor than me. Uh, he'll tell you guys all about himself later. So without further ado, let's give it up for my colleague, my co-worker, Mr. Carlos Cruz Herrera. Thank you for having me. Thanks. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, it's truly a pleasure. And by the way, quick shout out to our team, to Sir Chris, to my guy Darren, to Bianca. Uh, to Mika and to Nico. So hopefully you guys are tuned into the show. Uh, two of your colleagues here are, you know, doing this podcast. So before yep. we start, uh, you know the drill. I'm not sure if you know, but as with any other guest, um, go ahead and introduce yourself to my listeners. The floor is now yours, buddy. Okay. Uh, so what's up, guys? Um, uh, as with as was mentioned before, uh, I'm Carlos Cruz Herrera, and um, I'm a fresh graduate from. Ateneo de Manila University. So, um, recently I was employed as what was also mentioned. And yeah, so I'm really excited to be here and talk about my experiences or my, my new uh, experiences as someone who was just recently employed. Yeah. Yeah, super certain. Yan, no? Like, it only took him about two to three months. Meanwhile, for, <laughs> for me, it took me a whole year. So. <laughs> And to get a, to fine, get man. work to get work in this time na sobrang unpredictable yung 
situation natin like yeah pretty pretty darn lucky but also you know kudos to you for finding a way like figuring out the the employment life you know and even the life Thank before you. that so that's exactly what we're gonna discuss first so you know what was first of all what was the feeling like after graduation like did you want to find work right away or did you want to go my route you know take a couple of months off and really just rethink your life how it will you know go from here on out like what was the game plan for you like after you marched down the aisle after your grad well actually i didn't really like my batch we didn't get to march oh yeah Um, i forgot yes because like in the middle of march like the month march um classes were suspended and then it just kept getting suspended after that so eventually we switched to online learning at that point so yeah i guess the feeling of graduating wasn't as spectacular as like as i expected or wanted to same for my batchmates because yeah when we didn't get to march we didn't even get to um say your last goodbyes and all that but i guess in trying to put it in a entering the real world employment perspective it was i would say it's different it's not like the normal way you transition from school to work because like i said like um when classes were suspended march and then we graduated we marched online nung i think it was june 1 or may may 30 something like that so at that time, it already felt like like the entire um, months leading up to our official graduation, it already felt like a break that a lot of people would think th- that they could do after graduating. Some they won't get a job again, stuff like that. So I guess a break was something I was also thinking about before trying to get a job. But being here at home for like, what is it? August already since March I've been here since March um, yeah it kind of felt like a long a really long break too mm-hmm. so in trying to transition from school to finding a job I guess the one thing that I really try to do is to continue learning yeah um, I mean you, you can never stop learning and of course being That's online true. right now there are so many resources you can take advantage of and the job that I got uh, right now as um, an SEO content writer it's something that happened kind of out of the blue um, cause, uh, for background lang, I'm a psych major so AB psych so uh, I got this course going into Ateneo because I didn't really I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do and I felt like going for psych was something that's flexible and something I would still enjoy. So only when I was in third year college was when I was kind of like already planning what I could do in the future. And um, in Ateneo, you have in third year, you have the OJT. So one of the things that I went for was being a psych student. Um, like human resources stuff so I had an internship when I was in third year and then when I went through that I realized that it's not really something that I wanted to do so after that point on I was trying to think of ways na parang, oh, what, what's something that 
I feel like I could contribute like really great and I could learn a lot. That was when I kind of shifted more to corporate stuff like management or like marketing. Um, so when that was in my mind to try to build up my skills for those things, build up my knowledge. And one of the things that I did was I actually um, attended an online course. Uh, it's free lang, a Harvard, Harvard Business School Online. So I was lucky enough to be able to enroll for that one. Yeah. And then after that, that was uh, this was during the time when the quarantine and pandemic was going on. So being um here at home, I was thinking of ways that would um ways I can adapt to the situation. So that that was when like digital marketing came up to my head. So stuff like social media, stuff like anything digital, like website and stuff. And that was when I came across something like copywriting. So copywriting is basically um, you're the one in charge of the copy or the text that's on different um, web pages, landing pages on websites. And SEO, meaning search engine optimization, you're the one in charge of basically putting the right words in the website to drive more visitors and traffic so that's something i found really interesting because i like before i just thought that when you make websites like the words you use there are just things to make it like just surface level things but underneath it it's actually a lot more than that and it's really important that you get the right content the right copy on your sites so my direction going towards something like that is more of an adapt like an adapting thing that I went for and yeah I mean I'm really happy with how I got here today yeah it's pretty interesting um, I like what you did there you, uh, you tried out different uh, opportunities to your OJT uh, you mm-hmm. also took online classes similar to what I did you know during my uh, gap year and it just goes to show there's so many resources now, especially because it's 2020, you know. Yeah. Ang daming resources, ang daming means to learn, you know, whether it's formal or informal. So it just goes to show you that uh, there's so many opportunities out there. It's just all about uh, grabbing them as much as possible. So now that we have that out of the way, uh, I'm sure, you know, during the quarantine or even before that, uh, you were thinking about, you know, writing up your CV or your resume, uh, formulating your cover letter, and just getting all the documents out of the way para pagdating ng hire or pagdating ng interview, you know, you're good to go. So what was that like for you? Was it hard or did you need a lot of help? Or was it pretty seamless lang for you? Like as you were making your resume, as you were making your cover letter and all the other uh, important documents that you will need for uh, eventual employment later on. Um, I guess when it comes to writing a CV or resume, um, if you have like no experience whatsoever trying to write one, you kind of feel lost on where you should start or what you have to write. Um, but I guess one good thing that you do have is that you have you can just Google how to yeah. make the right uh, um, CV or resume or what's the difference between a CV and a resume, and then. Um, at the start, I guess it was kind of hard for me then. Um, the first CV 
I had to make was for my internship, like what I said previously. Yeah. And yeah. when you um, when you write a CV, I guess the things that you're thinking of is, oh, what are the experiences I've had before? What are the um, responsibilities I've been in in terms of school group works or like um, org works? So background lang for me, I didn't really have much of those things. The first time I wrote a CV, and that was when I realized, like, oh, I think I should step up. Like, I should pick up the pace with the things that I could be doing that could improve not just how I look on paper, but like my skills and all my skills and the things I can actually do. So after I um, made my first CV, and I guess. Um, I submitted it to my internship. Uh, luckily, I was still accepted despite my limited um, experience. So I think it goes to sh- goes to show that it's also important to um, also prepare for the interview because yeah. the word yeah. like your CV or resume it only has like words and stuff like that that they can see on the surface. But if you can't back it up during the interview, if you don't have I guess the right mentality or attitude that they're looking for. Then your colorful-looking CV might not be the. It's not really, I guess, the reason why you're gonna be accepted. Um, a lot of companies these days, I feel like they really um value more of company fit, like the values you have, the kind of culture you can bring to the table. So I think when you're someone who's um going to go for your first job or internship, keep in mind that. It's really important that you have values that you really want to show out there. Because um, a lot of companies these days, like I said, I feel like they really value those a lot compared to just your skills. Because skills and other um, stuff like that, they can be learned. Yeah. Like you can learn a lot of those. And so it's important that you can back up yourself with with actually your attitude and mentality and that will go a long way um in terms of your career yeah yeah that is so true i couldn't agree anymore um although before we get to the interview part because that's really i think the boss level of any hiring but uh before we get there i just want to ask like when it came to writing your cv your resume and all that other stuff uh did you uh, need any help or did you pay someone to do these things or were you still able to do them on your own end? Um, I did them on my own I didn't really um, look to pay for someone to help me but I did I guess I asked help from people who have um, who've had experience writing um, CVs like like upper batch mates Cause, you know, the first time I tried to write one, uh, to write one was when I was in third year so I had like fourth year org mates and org mates and friends who had experience. So yeah, I mean, you should always ask help from others if yeah. you're starting from somewhere you don't have much experience in. And yeah, I really recommend that you send your CV to your friends or to maybe I don't know your parents or rel- other relatives who have experience with these things, and they're gonna tell you. I guess the things that you can change, things that will make your CV look better and stuff like that. Yeah, that is so true. Uh, when in doubt, just seek help. Like, what can you help? 
or humingi ng tulong sa ibang tao. Because they'll yeah, really go exactly. a long way, like in the long run. Anyways, um, now that we have the CV and the resume and all that stuff out of the way, um, you did mention that as much as it's nice to have a presentable or a good-looking CV or resume, it should reflect the person also. Like it's also it's not enough that you have a really detailed uh, cover letter or really detailed resume only for you to not really show up like when you first meet that HR or that potential boss of yours. So now I want to talk about honestly I think the most dreadful part of any hiring and that's the first interview. Uh, believe for it sure, or not I'm not sure. gonna lie. <laughs> Literally the night before uh, Sir Chris, Miko and Bianca like called me up on Zoom. Sobrang kinakabag talaga ako. It's not it's not on them, but it's really on me. Like every time I have an interview, I always have that kabag factor. And means on the night before, di ako makatulog out of excitement, out of nervousness, all that stuff. So like, can you share me your first interview experience? Like, what was it like uh, for you? Like, I'd really like to know the feelings, the emotions, yeah. and just the insights that you had uh, nights or days leading up to that first interview. Uh, I'm sure like everyone else, um, you really feel nervous when it comes to your first interview. I remember when I had mine with the internship I got, I was really nervous going into that. The day before, I was um, literally just writing down like a script that I could keep in my head so that I know what to say. And I googled a lot of tips on how to prepare for interviews as well. So so there, there are a lot of... Um, I guess commonly used interview questions and so I use those as like a basis of what I can um, what I can answer if ever those questions come up so I think that's a really important thing to do if you're preparing for an interview you should really um, recite and do your research on what kind of questions might be asked because a lot of the interviews, a lot of the interview questions that you're going to be facing, it'll either just be specific about the job, like what can you do, or what do you have experience about it, and stuff like that. And then another would be stuff like um, the qualities you possess. So they want yeah, to see yeah. your leadership qualities, if you have the experience with that, how you work with others, how you are alone, um, like if what challenges you face and how you've overcome it. So stuff like that. So those are the things you have to keep in mind. And at the same time, when you go in into an interview, make sure that every detail in your resume is something you can back up on. Because like for example, um, you have there that you were a like an org member and you had a really I guess a high position, so you had responsibilities. So keep in mind if there it's possible that the interviewers would ask you about that and what you've actually done. So make sure that you have like anecdotes or stories you can back it up with and just go straight to the point on what you had to do, um, what qualities you had in order to accomplish that specific situation. So stuff like that. It's really important to practice, practice and practice. Yes. I remember I, oh, I practiced with uh, my girlfriend for like two or three days before I had my first interview and it honestly it's what helped the most because a lot of um, like maybe for some of you you might be like a good speaker like it's easier for you to speak like enunciation and stuff like that like for me sometimes I find it hard to actually talk really well 
So I really have to practice. So practicing beforehand, like the day, like few days before, really helps you build up that feeling. Na parang okay, so this is how I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna speak loud with confidence, and I just you just, just want to sound sure with, with with whatever you're saying. They don't want to see you nervous and not yeah. um really. They might think like you're. Like you're not sure why you're there in the interview. You want to give them a reason to hire you, so you have to be confident as well. So yeah, it's normal to be nervous if you're gonna go into your first interview and maybe even second and third interviews after that. But I think being nervous is great because that means you're in an opportunity to be courageous. It's yeah. an opportunity for you to learn to how to face those kinds of situations and each and every time after that you're gonna do better and better so that's fine that's so true and actually like I wanna share some interview experiences I've had so actually in October yeah around October of last year I had an on-site interview uh, basically not virtual before or back when we could yeah. like go outside and, and stuff yeah. <laughs> so thankfully like my first interviewer ever was he was pretty nice and even though it's not within my interest or my line, because it's like finance stuff. Okay. Like you could really tell that he was so engaging. You could really tell he really considered having me in their company. But you know, at that time it was too early, and it was finance, so it's something not within my line. So uh, I passed uh, nicely passed on them. But it just goes to show you have no control to like who will interview you. Because back in June I had another interview and this is for a US based uh, organization and let's just say it did not go well like first five minutes balang you could tell he wasn't in the mood because we did it through Skype and yeah. you know he's based in I think Florida I won't mention his name don't worry about it but yeah. he's based in the US and uh, first seconds palang like he noticed that my mic was off so he just yelled and all of that and even the guidelines of his work it was so intimidating like basically to like paraphrase and I know we shouldn't cross but oh professionals don't leave S word on the floor so basically it was very it was terrorizing to be honest and like ever since that interview I was super like I know I shouldn't take things personal because you know Hindi it's not on you most of the time like it's really on the circumstance or on the situation and maybe even on the interviewers then but that kind of raised my anxiety for a couple of uh, weeks at once yeah for sure. and then came along you know sina Chris sina Bianca sina uh, Miko and eventually si Darren and thankfully it was the exact opposite of that interview I had back in June uh, you could tell na the community that we have over here it's very engaging uh, we get stuff done but at the same time they really give off an environment na they don't want to make you more nervous than you already are so that's really yeah. like good and I actually want to ask about that like we have no control of who interviews us we have no control of who our future bosses will be it's not like back in Ateneo where you could choose your profs and look at reviews so mm-hmm. real world guys sorry but wala talagang bosses to pick there's no such thing as that so I guess for you how do you handle like every situation uh, without 
taking it too personally because me, I'm a very sensitive person, not gonna lie. Or it's hard for me to like move on kagad after these things. But for you, naman, how do you handle situations? If you had any, of course. But uh, I guess for those of our listeners who may be a little bit nervous coming into that first job interview, like, what would be solid advice like for them that you could give them based on your own personal experience as someone who's been through the interview process yourself? Um, I guess some advice I could give is that don't be too harsh on yourself if yeah. you felt like you've had a terrible interview or stuff like that. Especially if it's your first time. Um, I mean, no one can get, get... Not everyone can get it right the first time. So, I feel like at the same time, it's um, this is the real world kind of stuff. Yeah. So you can't expect that everything will be handed to you. You have to really work for it or prepare for it really well. And yeah, sometimes even if you do prepare really well, you won't get what you wanted to get. So that's also a bummer. Um, so I guess at, at the end of the day, you should just remember that even if you've had a bad interview or if you think na parang, oh, I should have said this, I could have done better. There are always more ways to make up for it. So there are always opportunities to learn more and how you could have done better. And I guess if you don't make mistakes, you wouldn't know what kind of things you can do better next time. So keep in mind that as much as you have to prepare really well for interviews and stuff like that, you should also take it easy on yourself. Um, If you do... I don't want to say fail, but more of like if you weren't able to succeed immediately as you kind of expected to. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. Yeah, that's so true. Uh, I couldn't agree with that. Uh, it's all about just uh, staying the course long. Of course, practice makes perfect. But even if you practice, like it's inevitable that there will be some missteps along the way. There will be some errors that you make. Uh, because you know practicing is different from the real thing like well let's admit that but it doesn't mean that you're not skilled enough doesn't mean you're not good enough like these things just happen you know so it's all about just preparing long for yeah. either the circumstances best case or, vary just yes. depends sometimes so it's either you get the best case or the worst case scenario so it's all about being ready and prepared it just for happens <laughs> mm-hmm. definitely so now I want to talk about actually getting hired so for me it was such a big relief because after a whole year of just scrambling for work here and there uh, I eventually got it so at least for you like it didn't take too long and given our circumstances sobrang unpredictable a lot of businesses a lot of businesses are closing down a lot of workers are getting laid off to be quite frank and a lot of people have been taking big cuts so I guess for you, what was that initial feeling of getting hired na? Because, well, to share muna for me, uh, it was relief and at the same time, nakakapanibago because, you know, after months of just resting, deciding, and all that stuff, now you have to follow this sort of schedule. Like, you have to follow a sort of rhythm. And it took a while, don't, don't get me wrong. Like, the first few articles sobrang mahirap, which is why I have to credit si Darren talaga for uh, guiding me all throughout and you know look at us now you know, we're, well at least in my case uh, after two weeks I've been able to accomplish as much, as much articles so ikaw naman what was that feeling 
uh, that you got like the moment you got from the moment you learned about the news of you getting hired uh, up to this very day that you've completed your uh, first week of employment over at our new company um i guess uh, like what you said it's a huge feeling of relief that finally oh, okay um okay i'm hired i have a job there's an offer for me and it feels really good like it really boosts your self-esteem as well now oh okay like these people they see something in me and they want to hire me so yeah so stuff like that really feels good na there's um a group of people or a company that feels like they could use your like the assets you bring or like the culture personality or the skills you, you can bring to the table so it feels really good um and um before i got this um uh, this job i actually applied for other job opportunities as well so the first one i applied for was for this big company i won't name them now but it was it's one of those like big management trainee yeah, yeah. leadership program innovation program stuff mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. so yeah i mean at that time i actually i was also proud of myself for actually making it to the i kind of made it to the last cut out of 200 i think 200 applicants so it was like a group case study type of thing but um, unfortunately i didn't make it past the group uh, the group study because after you have the group case study um they're gonna like pick from those groups and go for an individual interview so i didn't make it to that part but nevertheless at least i still tried and i also proved to myself that oh i could make it this far at least so even though i didn't get into that one i mean no regrets I, where i am right now i'm really happy with where i ended up so there are times then when you feel na it's really hard to land a job especially during this time i mean it's a difficult situation um another thing pala i haven't mentioned was that alongside this job that i have right now uh, one of the things that i did to adapt to this pandemic quarantine situation is to have like an e-commerce like company or like a brand website so right now i'm running small business with my girlfriend and it's something then that you could think about and what you can do if yeah uh during this time so it's a lot of, a lot of adapting is happening right now for me and a lot of opportunities are presented and i just want to grab it as much as i can so yeah but that feeling that you're finally employed and you're going to get like a salary and stuff like that it's a great feeling i mean it's something that you want to Really, uh, it's a situation wherein you want to prove yourself even more. Once you get hired, you want to keep doing a good job and keep it up for a really long time. Yep, that is so true. But yo, guys, sorry, gotta interrupt this podcast for a while because uh, if you guys haven't heard, we just got news that Chadwick Boseman, aka Black Panther, he passed away uh, due so to cancer. Bad. That's what I just saw on Twitter. Uh, again, sorry for breaking the lo- the rules, but FU 2020 sobrang kota ka na get your so bad. So get bad, your man. crap together fast but yo RIP to Chadwick Boseman Wakanda forever <laughs> yeah i just heard just got the news now um 
this is definitely off topic, but definitely we have to pay our respects. And yeah, it's just been that type of year. We just can't seem to catch a break as the world goes on. So yeah. Did you hear the news now, Lang? Or no, actually, I before? saw it before we started. Yeah. Yeah, so, it is. Man, man I, I can't stand this here anymore, bro. I really can't. <sighs> but, uh, yeah, um, the show must go on. But yeah, we just wanted to pay our respects to one of Marvel's finest. Uh, I'm sure he's up there right now with his creator, Stan Lee. Uh, yeah, I mean. <laughs> I'm speechless to be to be honest. Like another headline that caught us off guard. Sad. Mm-hmm. All right. So sorry about that, guys. Uh, let's go back to this podcast. But again, just want to let you know that uh, this is why we have to maximize every day. Like even in the works, even in the jobs that you pursue. Like tomorrow is just never promised, and it's really not. So whatever you guys are doing, whether it's doing this podcast, pursuing that online work, uh, acing that interview, and doing all that stuff, you really have to maximize every day because, yeah, I swear, tomorrow is just not promised. And it's actually kind of perfect because we're about to wrap up this podcast now uh, because we pretty much covered everything that uh, we need to talk about in regards to employment from cover letters to resumes to that first interview to the moment you get hired. So, uh, I guess before we wrap it up, uh, how do you like create some sort of rhythm? Like, how do you behave well or accordingly like in the workplace? Like, a couple of weeks in, uh, I'm sure and all that. And me personally, even though it's been two weeks, I'm still trying to get a rhythm. I'm still trying to get a uh, groove with things. And once again, I have to give a quick shout out to my co-workers and mentors that have really just guided me along the way. I'm sure you can say the same thing for your uh, yeah, for mentor. Yeah, sure, for sure. So, you know, how's the process like so far for you? Like, I'd really like to know. Well, for my personal experience, I'm, I'm having a really, I guess, great time with how I've been... Um, doing the work I am I'm in I'm in right now so um my first week just ended so um there are a lot of things but that I can improve on and I guess what's important is that you get a feel of what what like meetings would feel like of what you're working would feel like and it'll really help if you get yourself in a routine or like a more familiar setting if you're gonna like if you're gonna work here in your room or like somewhere more private or maybe you would work better if you were outside so stuff like that I mean I think it's really important to try to get a routine because like if for example you've been in school for like more than like 12 years and stuff it's a routine that you go through every day you have to wake up at this time you leave at this certain time you go home at a certain time so and then all of a sudden this pandemic happened so a lot of people their routines just really disappeared they would just sleep late whenever because there's no physical classes the next day so uh, I would admit that's also something that happened to me and it made it's making the transition to going back to a routine um, much more difficult so I guess it's important to before 
um you uh, one of the things you can do to prepare for like a new job or stuff like that is to have a have a space where you're most productive where you can do work and have a routine wherein your body would already help you prepare mentally physically for the type of things you're going to go through for the day time management is really important and at the same time you should also take care of your mental health so you don't want to be you don't want to put too much pressure on yourself for the things that you have to do especially if you have a new job because you might be putting too much pressure on yourself and wanting to succeed right away i mean it's a difficult time so you should take it easy as well yeah. um you have a lot of um you should a lot some time to also do stuff that will make you happy or like to this to de-stress and stuff like that so i don't know play an instrument watch netflix if that's your thing yeah start a Sports podcast or yeah <laughs> or like, like daily routines like workout and stuff like that so i guess on top of all the things you have to do for work uh, you should never forget to do the things for yourself yep. yeah yeah it's all about work life balance uh, exactly. but in like respect work of course work is top priority because you know you want to get the big bucks later on but at the same time you know uh, my mentor Darren even told this to me the last thing you want to do is or, you know, the last thing you want to feel is you know burnout so yeah say if you also burn yourself out the work that you'll produce isn't really as high quality so it's just all about balancing uh, everything that you have on your plate so uh, with that, do you have any last words? Like, what do you want to say to our viewers, regardless of their season, whether they're in the middle of looking for work, whether they're unemployed, taking a break, thinking about what to do with their lives, or for those like us who are recent hires, or maybe even those who've been in the workforce for about five to ten years already. So, what what are your advices or your pieces of advice for? anyone who may be going through whatever season they're going through right now i guess uh, one thing that i do want to say is that um as a psych graduate um really take care of yourself and your mental health so i really can't advocate this enough but um in anything you do in life if you're the type to want to i don't have a family or like career person at the end of the day you should always take care of yourself and do things that will make you happy it'll go along with as well with the rest of the things in your life and yeah it's just really important to look out for yourself as well yes definitely definitely uh for me the man uh i guess well for those who are still unemployed you know take your time really take your time like I understand, you know, the thrill of wanting to get work and all that. But trust me, like, once you start working, uh, of course you can resign now, but basically you're going to be busy the rest of your life. So for those who are aching to get started, it's good to be excited, but at the same time, enjoy the rest that you have. Like, enjoy all the downtime that you have right now. Because trust me, once you start working, you're gonna miss those days. Uh, for those that are in the process of getting hired or who are uh, like setting up their CVs and all that, uh, get some help also. Like it's good to do these things uh, independently uh, because eventually we need to start getting independent. But 
wag kayo mahiya uh, humingi ng tulong because it'll really go a long way like a couple of edits here a couple of accomplishments there and all that uh, they'll really just bolster your chances of uh, getting employed uh, of course you know for the interview like it's not you uh, so she practice and all that uh, bahala na eventually but of course uh, preparation is key and regardless of who you are going to be interviewed by like of course practice good rapport uh, don't take anything too personally and you know just have, have fun believe it or not even though it's work related just have fun enjoy the process and you know these things will stick with you for the rest of your life believe it or not and for those who are recent hires like Carlos and I uh, it's gonna be tough at first like me personally I almost had another emotional break now uh, after you know starting out my first article and uh, there will be writer's block or I don't know if there's such a thing as worker's block but it's okay to get blanked out once in a while it's just all about you know setting a good pace for yourself taking time but still getting the job done of course like at the end of the day that's really what's most important but also uh, that can't happen if you can't take care of yourself so self-care is really important uh, regardless of where you are where you are at right now with your work and uh, lastly for those who may be in the workplace for quite some time now uh, longer than the two of us uh, I think I just you know keep working hard but at the same time uh, maintain a solid work-life balance so you know pick up a hobby or just detox you know like my dad was just telling me nga na, you know after Fridays you know maginuman kayo for sure I realized it late like I've never had wine or beer in college uh, but now like after my second or third day of work like I literally had to sip up uh, muscat, <laughs> muscato wine, like literally. So yeah, just enjoy it, like, like it's all about self growth. It's all about continued development, and it's all about just being a better person than mine at the end of the day. So yep. with that, any last words, like before we are uh, wrap it up, talaga. Um, I guess I just wanna shout out um our coworkers and mentors. Yep. Um, thanks for hiring us <laughs> yes, yes. and um and shout out to my girlfriend hi i hope you're watching this and yeah i i guess that's it all right um oh yeah by the way um do you have any plugs like where can my listeners follow you do you have any businesses that we would like to that you would like me to link up in my description on oh, youtube yeah, for sure, or on for sure. and ig like, go ahead i guess um um shameless plug um, check out Eterna Activewear on Instagram. Um, it's a yeah, it's a small business that um helping my uh, helping my girlfriend with. So yeah, at Eterna dot Activewear on Instagram. That's it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yep. Support local businesses always. Yep. For sure. Mm-hmm. So now that we're done talking about work, 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 work. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. It's all about working, but. Now that we're done talking about employment and a whole lot of work, uh, these are my plugs. Uh, if you want to follow me on IG, the podcast account, it is at joat.pod.delro. Again, it's at joat.pod.delro. If you want to follow my personal account on IG, it is at jake underscore delro. If you want to check me out on Twitter, it is at underscore del underscore row underscore. 
If you want to check me out on Facebook, it is facebook.com slash jo8d.pod.ro. So it's basically the same as my Instagram. Or if you just want to type it on the search tab, it is Jake of All Trades with Delro. This podcast can be streamed, televised, viewed, and listened to on the following platforms. So you have Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Breaker, Radio Public, and YouTube. So with that out of the way, man, 2020 has just not been it. I'm still devastated by the news, even though I'm not the biggest fan of the MCU. I'm not a diehard like maybe some of y'all, but basically just Carpe Diem, just YOLO, uh, the heck out of this year. Uh, really just keep try going. out these things. Keep going, yeah, Keep man. going. Uh, you know, look for work if you're really ready and really just pursue something that uh, you feel passionate about. It may not be your direct line, like it may not be related to your course. But it doesn't matter. Like it should be something that you enjoy. And of course, uh, another tip: like, don't do it for the money, lang. Of course, it. Uh, we want to get paid later on, but you can get a high-paying job, but you're not enjoying. Like, what's the point then, deba? So, it's all about just developing yourself, growing, and just doing something that you thoroughly love. Like the money and all that stuff. That's gonna come later, but. At the end of the day, it's all about just being passionate, all right? Yep. yep. So, with that being said, that's a wrap, y'all. Thank you for tuning in today. Magadel Bros at Sisters. This has been your one and only Jacob All Trades. And I am Delro, signing out. Hanggang sa susunod na usapan at chikahan. See ya and Wakanda forever. <laughs> Thanks for having me. All right. Sure thing. Thank you.